Absolutely well, I mean, I'm not going to eat his face. Well, no, I know <laughs> you're not going to eat his face, but I'm talking about like, I there's just something about seeing it. Like, uh, like I could eat literally anything. If you put anything in front of me, I could eat it. I don't care. I, it could be any kind of animal. It could be a. a so like, you don't like when the uh, when they serve the fish with the full head and no, everything on it too. No, just or you're not a, a big fan of soft shell crabs either. No, I, I well, assume. that's that's a little different. Well, right? the, the face is hidden under the bun. His <laughs> yeah, legs yeah. hang off the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or in Christmas Story when they chop the duck's head off right yeah. 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 at the end. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast, the home of sports, gambling, entertainment, and whatever the hell else has gone on this week. So pull up a seat by the fire, crack open a cold one, and make sure to get your bets in. Welcome to the Pine Room. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Pine Room, episode four. We're down here for our final time in the iHeartRadio studios. Uh, this It's been a fun time. We've had a great time down in here. We've really gotten, I think, over the past four or five times we've been down here, we've really made some progress as far as just how we flow on the mics, and it's been it's been a really fun time. Welcome back. If you've, if you've been listening, if you haven't, if this is your first time in the Pine Room, go back and listen to everything we've done. Again, thank you if you have listened to all the stuff that we've done. We want to encourage you to give us feedback, even if it's bad, because then that helps me out, and that helps us out. You know, build uh, this thing from from something that is is I don't want to say call us mediocre right now because we're not mediocre. We're 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 blowing this thing out of the water, but uh, we want to be able to build and 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 so on and so forth. And I can go on and on about that. Thank you for listening the past couple weeks. Next week, we will be up in the Pine Room. You'll get to see everything. You'll get to see the Pine Room itself. you get to see our new set. You'll get to see everybody in person. And it's really going to be something that you uh, you can look forward is to. Is that weather permitting, Joe? That is weather permitting. It's uh, been great weather around here lately, so that's why <laughs> yeah, I asked. And that great <laughs> is in massive air quotes. Yeah, it's been raining just just horribly the past couple couple days, and hopefully that rain staves off. But you'll see it. You'll see or hear us in your in your ears. Either way, we'll we'll find a way to get get onto the airwaves. But I want to go through a quick couple recaps here. We have the set is completed. It's in the pine room. It's ready to go. Uh, we got a few more things we got to do with it. But like I said, next week you'll see it. We got cameras. And all that jazz, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be unbelievable, and we can't wait to show you all the stuff. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out right now to Soup, who is not with us in the studio. He went up to the Pirates opening day. He took a camera. I gave him a camera and a microphone. He's up there. He's talking to people. He's interviewing people. So far, he said he's he's had a fun time and he's gotten some good stuff. Uh, and then Matt, you guys had the an interview with uh, Cody Duncan. Duncan, Cody, Cody Duncan, Duncan. Yes, you guys had an interview with Cody Duncan. Uh, Soup said that went really well. Yeah, yeah, he was he's pretty knowledgeable guy he's uh he's a pirate beat writer so yeah we chatted with him about all the great things that the nuttings are doing for the pirates <laughs> yeah, roll my eyes yeah. actually well i heard they made a big announcement today that you know nutting had a press conference and he yeah. said they're going to put a ton of money now into the big league big team, league team as opposed to i'm not really sure what do they have a different team that they're putting money into? I, I don't know. Maybe the Redbirds or something. I don't know. <laughs> they did. He came down one time when we opened the the pirate parrot came down, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Mark, all the investments in the uh, in the other things beside the big league club uh, are they noticeable? Did he 
say what they actually did. I, I didn't hear the. I just saw a tweet. That <laughs> they probably he, didn't even. He say said it, that, but they but, got more Gatorade. Well, actually, I think it was the ink. <laughs> the ink's a little bit better, and the Wheeling News Register is what it is. Oh, right. but, oh, but it is. Okay. big story tomorrow. But on that. be prepared for another quarter increase yes. on the paper because yes. it went up quickly in the last year. But he came down to the Third uh, Street when uh, Lock Twelve when we opened it, and he said the Pirates uh, won today two to three. Literally said that. Couldn't believe it. Oh, said they won two to three. Or it might have been three, four or whatever. <laughs> we're uh, we're hoping Soup's having a good time. Uh, you know, Soup, he just uh, he, he might have decided this morning at 9 o'clock that he was going to the home opener today. But uh, once again, he's equipped with a, uh, a camera and a microphone, and he was, uh, was going to go around and hopefully, I don't know if you've ever seen it, uh, you know, guys going around and asking silly questions. And Matt made up some unbelievable questions that Soup Soup was going to ask, and I got the biggest kick out of a couple of these. I Matt made up quite a few of them, but I thought some of these questions that Matt uh, gave to Soup that hopefully he asked. Um, I, I thought um, one of one of my favorites was, "Where is Gregory Polanco? Does anybody happen to know where he is? I think he's in uh, Japan. I think it, I, it, it's somewhere over in Asia. He's playing. Yeah, I, I can't re- recall the team that he's on, but it's." <laughs> Like I the do, mud cats or the catfish. I do know Pony something. Baseball needs some players in Warwood. So <laughs> well, we he can, can teach him how to run bases. He was always really good at that. Sliding. Yeah. He, heck, yes, he really could hook slide well. Yeah. Can you spell the Pirates' first baseman, Yoshi? How do you say his last name? Sutsugo. What is go. it? Sutsugo. Sutsugo's last name. That would be God a bless lot of fun. You. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, and I'll end with this one. Which costs more, a gallon of gas or a hot dog at PNC Park? That would be a... That would be a, an actual. I don't really. We're still like waiting the, on a, on I, the ruling on that. I'd really like to know the answer to tell us. that. I'm yeah, gonna take, got, the hot dog, the hot dog has to be. That's what I figured too. Than a, than a gallon than, of gas, than four can or something. That's Hopefully, depressing times, guys. Four dollar hot dogs and four dollar gallons of gas. Can you name pretty two pirate infielders? Not a chance. Not well, a I know chance. you. Could I'm going to take you. a shot at this last name though. Tsutsugo, T S U T S U G O. Yeah. Are you wow. looking at I it? I swear I didn't even look at that. Wow, you'd I be swear one of I didn't look at that. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm truly impressed with that. Boom. I, I, where's, where's he from? Japan? I think Japan. Most likely Japan, Japan yes. All right. All right. I know my Japanese. Good work, Jobber. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, so you've been watching the anime <laughs> stuff with Cooley. <laughs> yeah. So last week, uh, we kind of glazed... We didn't even glaze over it. I think at the very end, Dad, you'd mentioned who you were taking in the Masters. So let's go through a little recap of, of how that went for you guys. Yeah. I see some shaking of the yeah, head already. Well, I'm going to give this to Mark right now, but uh, sincerest apologies to Mark, because he was looking pretty strong on Thursday, and then uh, something struck... That strikes all too often. Chris gave him the, uh, you got this locked up, Mark, when Cam Smith was on fire on Thursday. And Mark, how'd that go for you the rest of the weekend? Well, I got, I know how General Custer felt now because I got absolutely slaughtered in golf. And Chris, once again, you know, I don't want to blame it all on Chris, but he has been known many a times to put the curse on people. So we had this, we had this golf pool. You pick three golfers, three and done, like you know the the uh, football where you pick a you pick a team and then you can't pick them again. Well, we had we picked three golfers at the beginning uh, on Thursday, actually probably Wednesday. Most of us got them in, and and Chris immediately said, uh, "Well, you may as well give Mark the money right now." Uh, I don't know. I don't know what he based that on. Whether he thought I was a real golf, he got hand. a birdie on one of the holes. And he got a birdie, like on the first hole, and there's what seventy two holes. They play seventy two <laughs> yeah. holes. He got a birdie, so so he, he you know he said may as well give him the money. Well, I want to tell you what happened. 
<laughs> there were, I don't think, 12 of us, Matt. I think there's 12 yeah, of us. Yeah, probably about a dozen. 14, 12 of us. So, so the, 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 the winner of the, the – the, it's based on the four uh, majors in, in golf. And, and the winner at the end is based on the amount, the purse money that is won by each golfer. So at the end of the, at the, end of the four ma- uh, majors, the, whoever has the most purse money wins, obviously wins. Well, at the end of the first one, which was the Masters, just completed on Sunday, here, here's how it ended up after Chris put the ultimate curse on me. The, 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 the leader has $4,020,000. The next guy has three million two sixty one. Chris comes in like with three million. <laughs> I have thirty seven thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. So I'm only be only down like four million. But it, I I I think it was based on Chris giving me the ultimate hex, which he has done several times. If you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, Chris was. Chris was accused of murder in the first degree of a, of a canine and just simply from his curse, which I have to come to Chris's defense here. It's all, he's a victim of circumstance. And, uh, so what? I've heard that before, I yes. think. I've heard that. Circumstance. Yeah, right. It's a little changed a little bit. <laughs> he's a victim of circumstance. I think it, Chris has a good heart on him, and he just is here to help everybody out. We don't question his heart, Job. Nah, we I, question his decision-making. I know how much I love Mr. Pavlik, but have we ever seen the movie of Mice and Men by chance? Yeah. Uh, Lenny? Mm-hmm. Yes. He, yeah. He pets the dogs a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. Well, Chris, I'm I sorry, Chris. I, I was sticking no. up for you, but now all of a sudden Thanks. I feel like I it's like when in Rome, I got to fuck with you. So I apologize. And, and, and by the way, Meg, one of Megan's dogs passed away just recently, and and they're saying that Chris did not hold the dog. No, so. uh, R.I.P. to Pippa. She passed away. She had a uh, collapsed trachea, I think. Damn, I never met. No, you uh, never Pippa, met Pippa. So Pippa, it, Pippa it, had a rough life, but she's she's me. in a better place now. Uh, she's not at the pirate. Game, Chris, so how do you how good. do you how do you what do you say about all this stuff that people accuse you of of putting a hex, a curse, whatever it is that you do it's to people? Bull crap! It doesn't. I mean, what about all the times when I say something bad and it goes good? When was that? <laughs> it, it happens. <laughs> I, don't I don't keep know. track of that. Dude. Yeah, you guys, you guys are always looking for somebody to blame. Because after I watch you guys bet and, and who's who's the favorite in this, nobody knows shit about anything. Well, it's that you are luck. right about. It's it's just all luck. And if you guys want to blame me, I'll keep I'll uh, I'll keep accepting it. And, but uh, but I totally disagree with it. What the, you know what the difference between this week and last week is? <clears throat> last week there wouldn't the word bullcrap wouldn't it came out because he was a couple gin and tonics that way. Right. This, this week it's bullcrap. What? Did, did I do PG? Yeah, Chris, what you are we PG? on? I know. We went, we no on PG. Sesame Street here? What's yeah. going on? Well, what have we got, 50 minutes left? Yeah. I'll, I'll Let's pick go. Up <laughs> Crank it up. Let's go. Yeah, so uh, we want to get into, uh, real quick, opening day baseball. What do we got going on there? I haven't watched this well, single inning. Well, the Cubs are leading 2 to nothing, and uh, Coach here has the over. It's in the seventh inning. So, once again, another mm-hmm. bet looking over eight, Over eight and a half. Over eight and a half. Love Hopefully, the bull, Pirates bullpen can... Give up a, a couple grand yeah, slams. <laughs> Chris said it was a lock. Get a few guys on. Never know, right? Yeah. Good question. Cooley, no, he did not. Um, anything anything there? Anything baseball-wise? Well, uh, let's see. I think I gave out the Brewers as a good team last week, and they're looking real fucking sweet. They, yeah. they, they can't the score a run. They got shut out by the Orioles yesterday. So, wow. But uh, I did. I think I said the Tigers, too, and they, they're doing okay. So How do we know. do, Chris? We're on the Angels. How do we do? Uh, I think they're one and two. Yeah, they're not bad. And Cooley's Rays last night got beat by the 
damn A's. They got their ass beat. So, yeah, but they came out with a sweep. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> against the handicapped Orioles. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think the uh, Rays bounce back big tonight. You also the had uh, the Padres. What are they? What, what's what yeah? They're. There? Uh, I think they're. They're either one and two or two and one. I. I what are they? Four one. And one. Padres are four yeah, and one. I, I don't even day. know they played that many games already. Yeah. Jeez. And then we had two Dodger fans in here. How are we doing that way? Ah, yeah. long way to go. Well, thanks. You're a Dodger <laughs> fan. Yeah, they didn't get off to a very good start, but they'll they're they'll be fine. That lineup will hit eventually. Well, I want to. I would so, think so. Everybody in here, the the most the 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 best record we have are the Padres right now. Right. right? I didn't even mm-hmm. notice it. And maybe and that's we, why. And when we came out of the studio, I made an Instagram post, and the very first thing Matt said was, "I already hate my well, pick." Well, <laughs> they they'd be undefeated now that I now that Chris just enlightened me on this. So so that moron Bob Melvin, he takes uh, you Darvish out of the game the opening night when he's got he hasn't even given up a hit. So it, it just idiotic managing these guys protecting the pitcher's arms. It mm-hmm. just it's it's pussy baseball, and it's the, these guys. It's the, the managers ruin everything. So anyway, go Padres. And speak, speaking of baseball, around here, I want to give a shout out to all my high school coaching bodies that are suffering through this miserable, miserable spring. I know Wheeling Park, uh, Luke's sitting here with us. They he's they they've played uh, six games so far, and they've gotten rained out of ten. And the weather isn't looking too good for the rest of the week. And then uh, we were just talking earlier that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, it's in the low 50s and uh, high 40s, you know, most next week with some more rain coming. So hopefully we can get that turf on Wheeling Parks Field. I know some of the teams that are, are playing on turf fields are, are getting some of their games. And I know our, our softball team, Luke, has been playing almost every time when we're can't, rained out, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, th- that field, that field doesn't take any damage like they've been playing like jv played today and our field is an absolute mess yeah it's i mean they're standing water and then they're playing on turf so all my buddies hang in there i've been down that road so hang in there sun will come out and the grass will grow and it'll dry out and hopefully you know we'll start playing baseball around here hey maybe bob nutting can uh, pay for the turf at the field he can. He should turf every field in the Ohio Valley. What do you think? Well, that yeah, because everything else is going outside of the uh, professional ball yeah, club. That way, he can say, "Yeah, I I donated money to the lower level ball clubs, and my still my top level ball club sucks." The my the yeah, little league. Yeah. Other than that, uh, baseball out of the way. Matt, you want to talk a little bit about NBA? Well, yeah. I, I thank God Cooley was able to make it here today. So this is big because you know uh, Chris is an avid NBA guy too, but I can't say that I am. <laughs> But at least now in the playoffs, the guys will actually play. So uh, we got a couple games tonight. Maybe Cools can give us a couple winners. You like anybody tonight, Cools, or throughout the uh, first-round series? Yeah, for the play-in, I like the Hawks over the Hornets. If, I don't know if you guys – I'm assuming you guys have never watched a uh, Hornets game. Oh, I, I mean, I've, I've been forced to a few times <laughs> just because of work. But, but if you yeah. didn't know anything about them, they – don't play a lick of defense. I think if we pick a five of us to go out there, we could put up those 40 <laughs> points. But mm. job in the in the low post would, uh, would hurt the, <laughs> the uh, Hornets the, the, too, really bad. Mm-hmm. So you saying take the over in that game, maybe? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, two thirty six and a half. I think is Ooh, a that's a ton. Tomorrow. I mean, Hornets scored one hundred twenty four last game. I think so. They they score. They give up a lot of points. So I like the over, and I like the Hawks. Okay. All right. What about in tonight's game? What about you, Chris, on your Cavs? You got any thoughts on that? No, you said the line was nine and a half. They don't. <clears throat> I don't think they have enough uh, manpower to beat the, the the Nets. I mean, they don't have anybody as good as Kyrie or uh, Durant. So I would say that they will be playing uh, Friday night at home against the nine ten 
So whoever winner, winner wins that Charlotte Hawks game that Cool yes, was just that, talking about. Right. Luke, what do you think about these games? You got any insight on the NBA? Yeah, I think the Nets turn it around. I think they beat the Cavs easily. Other than the Clippers-Timberwolves, I think the Timberwolves handle business easily there without Kawhi. I know Paul George is back, but I don't think he can do enough to beat. And that's that's probably a big game for the T-Wolves. You guys, correct me if I'm wrong, they don't play a whole lot of playoff games no. in recent They haven't memory. been relevant in years. Since Latrell Sprewell. They got, they got a oh good young God, quarter. Wow. Yeah, no, I think they got a nice team. I, I I kind of tend to lean towards them myself. What about in that other game tomorrow, San Antonio and New Orleans? That's the tough one. But I, I thought I saw a B.I. for the Pelicans. Brandon Ingram was out. If he's in, I like the Pelicans. If he's out, I like the Spurs. That's good advice. Do you think Zion will ever play a game again? He's a bum. He's he can't get ready for the playoffs. I mean, my he's, God. He's been eating too much food down in New Orleans. He's yeah, like, exactly. Huge. Yeah. I don't know if you saw his Mountain was it Mountain Dew or Gatorade come on, so he's with Zach Levine, but he looks... 300, 400 pounds. Yeah, he looks like he plays guard for the Dolphins or something. <laughs> it's it's really, it's not good. But uh, anyway, there's other games. Uh, what do we got? Saturday, you got game one, Utah and Dallas. And I think, is Luka going to play in that, Cooley? He just strained his calf, so they don't have a time. So they have no the chance other. if he doesn't play. Anybody oh. here Anybody oh. here ever strained their calf? Because I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I have. I don't want to. No. I'm getting old now. It could happen any day, Job. And what about Raptors and 76ers? I, I told Coach that I thought maybe the Raptors could beat the 76ers in that series. And I agree with you. The Raptors are all, they all really long, big wingspan kind of team. They play great defense, young. I think the 76ers are a team that really relies on free throws, and if they don't get those free throws, they're going to lose. Right. And Doc Rivers is a classic uh, choker in the playoffs oh, as a coach. So I he's, hate Doc Rivers. He's choked away many a, a, a good lead in a series, so that could always happen. And then you got Denver and Golden State, probably the Warriors. What do you think, Cools? I'm going to go with the Warriors as well. I don't think the Luke, you got any thoughts on that? Nuggets and uh, Warriors? Um, is Curry playing? I believe so, yeah. I'm actually going to go with the Nuggets. I think the Joker. The well, that Joker. guy is awesome. Yeah. That guy is absolutely awesome, but I don't know if they have enough firepower. Chris, what do you think about that series? Yeah, it'll be fun. I don't know anything wow. about it. Wow, okay. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, great. I, well, that I can assure you it won't be fun. I mean, Coach, sound, what do you think? That sounded like a job response right <laughs> well, there. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, and so anyway, give me your give me your prediction who will win the NBA title. You want mine? Oh, yeah, come on. We already, already, we already write his down. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> Miami Heat, forget can, it. I'll give you my matchup. I think it's non-biased, Miami Heat versus the Suns. <laughs> non-biased. I really think the Heat can come Heat, out. I yeah. do. Well, they are the number one seed. So, Luke, what do you say? I got a Suns-Nets finals, and I think the Nets will uh, win it all. Chris? Uh, Phoenix, all the way. Matt, let's go. I say Grizzlies versus Bucks. And job. Give me the Wizards. <laughs> The Wizards, well, not the playoffs. They did not qualify this year. <laughs> I don't know. I could. I couldn't tell you anything about any We're NBA. We're off to see the Wizards. At least you didn't call them the Bullets. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. But I will say, I, I don't watch a lot of NBA. But the most fun I've ever had watching NBA was when Chris and I we would do the first point shooters in the pine room. Oh, that was yeah. the most fun I've ever had watching the game because I can watch it for ten seconds. And it was I don't over have to quick. Turn it on again. <laughs> Have Painless. you guys ever been to a game? Yeah. Yeah. Game, yeah. Live yes. games are actually a lot yeah. of fun. They are. Yeah, they that's, are. that's a big difference. But when I watch games, that was when actually we got to watch Jordan, his last game, his first go-around quitting up in Cleveland. Quitting. Um, what, excuse me? Oh, yeah, that's well, right. Well, he had to make sure to get that gonna, in there. I was yeah. going to say. But the moral of the story is it was different basketball then. But yeah. uh, definitely going to a game is definitely It was awesome. much better, too. Yes. Worse. What's that? Worse basketball. The plumber air. 
Oh, uh, I know we're not going to see eye on that, but I, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan. Just real quick on in the NFL, I've never been. To, I don't remember the last time I've been to a game, but the one game that I did go to recently was with Cooley. We went to down to Tampa Bay, and I, I hate football, but it was fun. It was a fun atmosphere. That whole when you're there in person, the atmosphere is it's just enough to get you. I mean, you spend you know sometimes it's actually better than the game. Yeah, in, oh, in all, yeah. especially yeah. I mean, that's somebody that's not a big fan. Yeah, and I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell you probably like I know Gronk and. That's probably about <laughs> it, and I yeah. But I we we sat in I can't, I don't know what side is what. We but, were on the away side. Yeah, and the sun j- had <laughs> just like was in the its apex, and I was sweating <laughs> so bad. I was praying every minute. I was watching the sun more than I was watching the game. I was waiting for it to go down below the uh, the other side of the the arena. But they would fire those cannons off down there. That the, the ship in Tampa Bay. That's fun. That's is that, fun. Is that a Savion Johnson reference right there? What? Oh, the, boom, cannons. Boom, boom, boom. the cannons. <laughs> yeah, fire yeah. The cannons. And actually, you broke out the word apex. I'm pretty impressed with that too because that, that's above my pay grade. You'll find that I have a very uh, a very wide vocabulary, and uh, yeah. But that that was fun. I don't like you know going to sport sporting events and i was actually we have the pirate game on here in the in the studio and there were a bunch of kids climbing around on a playground and i was thinking that i would much rather be there at the at pnc park than actually sitting in the, on the playground uh, yeah what i was hoping for <laughs> can you imagine if we would all of a sudden just look up and soups playing on the playground <laughs> yeah. give me a hot dog in the give me a hot dog in the monkey bars and i'm fine hey job so since you don't have any good nba insight let's go to something that you do know something about um what about your thoughts about the uh, Korean zombie going down last yeah. week in UFC so, 273? Yeah, UFC, uh, it was a really good... I watched uh, half of the uh, prelims and then the whole main card. I, I really, really enjoyed the fights. Cooley and I watched it together. We had we had, it, it, we had had some good bets in. Uh, we missed a few, but it was it was really good. I, I For whatever reason, last week, I picked the Korean zombie t- to win, which I don't know why I did that. I don't know why. I think I was just on the spot. Uh, but Alexander Volkanovsky, who won the the title fight, is my favorite fighter in the UFC, and he just absolutely murdered the Koreans. Was, was that a TKO victory? Yeah, TKO. Okay. They stopped it. He wasn't even on the ground. He hit him a few times. What round did that happen in? I think it was the thir- fourth, fourth round. Fourth round. Fourth round Herb, Dean, Herb Dean called it. Uh, just a couple fights I want to highlight here. Mackenzie Dern, Tisha Torres. That was the BS. what's that? I had Torres. Yeah, that was a girl fight. Right? Yeah, but now I had. I, I thought she won. Yeah, it was a. It was went to, a, went to decision it, and it didn't went, go your way. It went to decision, and honestly, uh, I had ass. I had Mackenzie Dern. And it was a good fight, but I thought Tisha Torres won. That. I think those judges mess those decisions up a lot in that. It seems like anyway. Yeah, there it seems been, like they get it wrong a lot. There have been some fights where I definitely think it has gone the other way. Then again, I, I you know, I'm not a professional. I don't, I don't know, you know, every little tactical move and, and whatnot. But uh, another fight that I really had fun watching was Gilbert Burns, Gilbert Burns and Cosmo Ch- uh, Chimaev. Yes, a hell of a fight. Oh, it's incredible. But uh, as I, a new UFC fan, job. What's your? Th- I mean, I'm new, so I don't know much, but. What's your thoughts on Kazmat? Because from what I saw, he looked like he's the next. Big he's thing. he's yeah. an animal. Um, he's he's kind of like uh, a guy that's just amped up to be there. Like if you watch him before the fight, you can see that he's just like he, he's on. Like before the fight, a lot of guys are out there jumping around and trying to get ready, and he was sitting on the on the top of the octagon just waiting for his opponent to come in. But the fight it was great. I had uh, Gilbert. I actually I, I originally had Cosmat, Co- uh, but I. <laughs> Throughout the fight, I actually shifted who I wanted to win. Gilbert Burns 
put up a hell of a fight. I know it was he was a massive underdog. It was a really good fight. I actually thought he could have won. It, it came down to split decision, and I thought he could have won. But really good uh, stuff. He's, you're going to see him a lot in the UFC probably pretty soon. Then one last thing: uh, Sterling and, and Piotr Jan. Uh, Sterling upset Piotr Jan. That was uh, a fight that that I had the other way, of course. Nice to see you can lose a bet, too, just like the rest of us. Oh, no, I lose plenty. I I know these dudes and and females that get into this octagon. You can't be right in the head. I mean, it's just different breeds of people, and God bless you because, you know what, Jeff Doyle is not that dude. Um, (laughs) But my question is, can you imagine getting ready to fight somebody and your opponent is on top of the octagon like literally calling your ass out before you even st- like I would imagine I don't care who you are you're gonna fucking be a little bit nervous walking into that octagon and correct you, you can tell like some guys that come into the into the octagon you can tell when when nerves are on edge and Gilbert Burns when when uh, Cosmo was up on top of that octagon you could tell that there was. You know, he was he was, he, he was having his, second thoughts a little bit, yeah. But he actually fought. It was a really good fight, and I, I, he, I, he gained a fan uh, from me, and yeah, it was fun. But yeah, it was a hell of a night. I didn't win any money, but it was. Uh, there were great fights, and it was it was fun. Jeff, I like that you bring up jumping into the fights, but because our coach Dell, I think it was Coach Dell that told me a story of when he kicked somebody or somebody kicked him in the shin. Oh yeah, you took was Bondo. <laughs> oh yeah, that was uh, Mark Nardoni and I got the. Uh, Brilliant idea to take Bondo. Now, <laughs> if anybody knows anything about Bondo, that's like the most vicious form of martial arts you can take. Like instead of just taking like, like light boxing, or something? light light, yeah, you know, karate or something, we take Bondo. That that's like Buzzy Evans, Tom Hogan, uh, Chet Buffington, guys that can like that like, could kill you with their hands, like immediately, like <laughs> in an instant. And, and and Mark Nardoni and I got the bright idea to go do that for, and I went over once, and it was all right. And and I went over the second time, and Chet Buffington swung around and did a shin kick and hit me in the shin. And I told Mark Nardoni, I said, "That's fucking it. I'm done. I'm done. That hurt too bad. I'm not gonna do this. I don't give a shit." I'm not doing this. Never went back. My shin hurt for a month. Still does. Still does. It's the worst pain I ever had in my life. I said, I said, this isn't fun. Mark was like, blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. I didn't want to cry in front of all, everybody. And I was like, oh, Jesus, that hurt so bad. And you think in this UFC fights, guys kick oh. kicks like that being 20, the whole match. 30, 40 times a match. I mean... That's why I said, truly respect anybody that gets in that fucking octagon because that's just a different breed of people. It's beyond beyond different. But that was that my UFC little uh, my little spiel. I don't know shit about. <laughs> in the words of uh, Ruth, uh, shit about fuck. Right? Yeah, in the yeah, words Ruth, of Chant, that's Chris's girl. Yeah, Ruth, yeah. Uh, but speaking we, of that, Ozark, uh, the final season part two coming up here. What end that. of the month? I, I think. Said on your list. Oh yeah, Matt. it's uh, April 29th. Chris, you pumped right up for that? Yes. Finishing yeah. it off. Let's would hope you, uh, Ruth comes it, out right? on top. That's yes. What would you, would you like to drink with Ruth? <laughs> I'll drink with anybody. Like Ruth, yeah. <laughs> Ruth in her character, like yeah, Julia Ruth, Garner yeah. playing Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She can outcuss me. <laughs> Do you think she can so, outdrink right? you? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I totally agree with that. Right. I'm a I'm a I'm a TV guy, but I have not watched that show. I don't know Pretty why. Good. It just has never 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 crossed my purview. But uh, you guys talk a big game on it, so. Pretty strong, especially right. the uh, first two seasons. So Mar- Marty gets out of too many messes, though. It's it's, yes, it's right. starting to run out. Of, he's yeah, running out of time now, hey, Coach. Mar- Chris, you agree with that? 
Marty's gotten no, and he's cool, calm, and collected every single time, and and he just always give me time. He, as long as he's got time, he's he's figuring it out. I like that, but it, it's 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 gone too far. I think Wendy's a snake. She's good. Everybody, she's a snake. I like her, but Laura Linney plays the character yeah. well. Like she yeah, plays it really well. But boy, she is a bitch. We've uh, the wifey's caught up, and I dropped off on this the whole last season, so I'm not caught up with the last. For some reason, I lost interest, and I don't know why. It, how many there. seasons did you watch, Jeff? Through two, the so, first two or three? So how many is there? There's this is the fourth. So yes, to answer your question, I've been through the first two. She's been through the three. She loves yeah. it. See, Absolutely three, loves three's it. where it started to get a little go a little bit downward. I thought yeah. with the, with the brother and stuff. Yeah, it just wasn't as good, but still. Still a good show for first two years. But I thought that's what we're doing this show for, isn't it? We got a little money laundering going on behind scenes or anything yeah. like that. Isn't Hell that yeah. what this whole goal is? I just hope I don't find Mark and Jubb's heads in a duffel yeah. bag or anything. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I go to get the equipment on his two heads. It'll be Mark's shin. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they're going to take his shin. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. Right now is probably a good time to follow us on Instagram or Twitter. You can find us at the Pine Room Podcast. And the next time you run into a Pine Room member, tell him I said, what's up? So one thing I want to talk about, uh, we, we haven't talked about it. We actually, we talked about it on the very first episode that's not going to air. But we thing that we've kind of, is a main staple in the Pine Room, and that's food. We haven't talked a whole lot about food in the past. And I know in, in some of our lives in the Pine Room, food plays a very big role. And, uh, and I am one of those people. But... One thing, and this is came up today because Nick sent a picture. So Nick, he's a he's a member of the Pine Room. You'll you'll meet him very soon when we get up there. But I he sent a picture today of a whole hog, a whole hog roast uh, into our group chat. To me, for whatever reason, I don't know whether it's just how uh, you know, just I can't even explain it. But when I eat meat. There is something about eating meat that I don't want to know what the animal it came off of. So when I see a massive pig laying on the table, there is nothing in my body that says that looks delicious. So Look, you don't want to know what the pig's name was? Like, no. Okay. Looking no. at you. The pig is actually looking at I you. Just, the, the I just, I don't head, know. He was smiling, though, when he got roasted. <laughs> yeah, it looked he, had, like. he had a nice apple in his mouth. Mm-hmm. But like, I, like for someone like you, because I know you've been to a pig roast before. Yeah. Is that like, when you see that picture, do you genuinely think that looks good? No. Absolutely well, I mean, not. I'm not going to eat his face. Well, no, I know <laughs> you're not going to eat his face, but I'm talking about like, I there's just something about seeing it. Like, uh, like I could eat literally anything. If you put anything in front of me, I could eat it. I don't care. I, it could be any kind of animal. It could be a. a so like, you don't like when the uh, when they serve the fish with the full head and no, everything on it too. No, just or you're not a, a big fan of soft shell crabs either. Uh, I, I well, that's that's a little different. Well, right? the, the face is hidden under the bun. His <laughs> yeah, legs yeah. hang off the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or in Christmas Story when they chop the duck's head off right yeah. 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 at the end. Uh, yeah, that, that, what about it that when you get the pecking duck down pecking it, it, duck, yeah, yeah I, I, it's just it doesn't do anything for me i know like people go nuts over whole like animal roasts but it, it does nothing for me that's a big fuck no as well there's not my uncle used to have a pig roast every summer out of big willing creek and it was a big to do used to have fucking all kinds of people and it was a lot of fun i was too young to probably appreciate the whole drinking thing and stuff like that but I agree with you, fellas. Not a, if, if fucking something's looking at me, they're not a shot, number one. And the first time I was actually a drug rep and we were doing a dinner program one night and one of the doctor's wives o- ordered a whole fish. Oh, yeah. So that was the first time I got to see that. 
fuck that too. Not a shot yeah, in no. hell. The pig doesn't bother me, Joe, but the the fish does because I don't that scale and shit. Yeah. I mean, you got a trout and you're trying to pick it, the skin <laughs> off of it, and yeah, that's that's no fun. Yeah, give me a fillet of fish and I'm good, or a pulled pork sandwich, or even a, I know you always get on because I like the McRib. I'm Yo, a big no. I'm a big McRib fan. Well, let me ask you this: so um, eggs, just like everything else right now, because of this effing pep pandemic. Uh, they're saying uh, eggs are hard to come by now, and the prices okay. are getting jacked up. So, if you guys ever ate a real egg, is the question? Like, excuse me, not a real egg. That was really fucking dumb. <laughs> like um, a dinosaur egg. Excuse me, from a standpoint of a fresh egg. Oh yeah, yes. our yes. neighbor, uh, our neighbor, they they give us you know cartons and cartons and cartons and of our, fresh eggs. And cousin Mike yeah. used yeah, to give them Mike. to us too. Yeah. So I'm weird once again. I, I can't do that. No, I know that sounds. I fresh, know. Fresh I know that right sounds fucking ch- stupid, but I can't. Do see, it, that's so. different to me because the, 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 what's the difference? It's just yeah. an embryo, is what he's saying. It's, it's, it's no, a it's, butt nugget. Oh, it's, okay. a, it's a butt nugget. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, speaking of food, Matt, you gave us a uh, you gave us a uh, a uh, fast food. Uh, oh yeah, sandwich. yeah. Uh, did you end up trying it? I did. I but saw okay, a that, of the, it. the Whopper melt. It, it was it was really good. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I had one. I don't know a week or two ago. Just just because I had nothing else to eat. And I stopped over there and got one, and it was damn delicious. And it reminded me of a thing you guys made at the Pine Room, uh, like the burgers on the Texas toast. It was really good, and the caramelized onions. So uh, if you're looking for something inexpensive around town, stop over there on the island and see those nice Burger King people. Chris, in your, in your, in your travels, give us, a, give us a, a, a go-to sandwich or a go-to yeah, because you, I know you have to. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm partial to uh, Arby's and that uh, I love their uh, the turkey Reuben. Or the regular, I, I love that sandwich. I I, I think that's a good one. And uh, but I I I don't do too much uh, fast food. I, I'm more of a Mexican. Yeah, guy. I was going to say yeah. you're in a couple solid. places uh, in in Zanesville and and even the place over in uh, Los Troncos. You still go there, Chris? No, uh, yeah, down in uh, Marietta, Marietta, and then. Um, and then I noticed the other day when I was at the Highlands uh, how nice that new El Paso looks. Oh, yeah. Very nice that inside, looks too. awesome. Yeah, it's nice. And I heard the bars a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bigger, it, so. Yep, you can go get just hammered with margaritas, yeah, fall yeah. on the floor. There's plenty that, of space for you. It looks really classy. It, Is Mexican your uh, go-to hangover meal? Yeah, well, not even hangover, but but I don't. Where I go now, I don't see too many Chinese places. I used to like to go that. There was a place up in uh, Steubenville. You might know it. It's at the bottom of the hill. You go to Wintersville, don't you, Jeff? Mm-hmm. I forget what it was called. But it's the hibachi down on the uh, backside of Franciscan. Uh, yeah, 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 it's and, good. And, and, and there was the, the 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 Chinese guy there. His name was Andy, and he'd always he was Chinese. Yeah, he's Andy. Andy well, you know, with the, a Y. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm a huge Chinese proponent. Uh, Chinese is my favorite uh, uh, ethnic food. I, I could mm. go. I could eat Chinese every day in my life. Cools. What about you, Chinese? Oh, Japanese. Oh yeah, oh, I, I like that. I like that. Oh, what about you, Luke? There's a difference. Oh, oh, I'm not a fan of either. Actually. No. How's your diet plan <laughs> going? Eats, Last time you were on the show, I think you yeah. told us a little he, bit about your. He eats lettuce and rice cakes. That's twigs, what he eats twigs like. and twigs and berries and fish what, scales. What, what's your normal meal these days? Usually, it's rice cakes with peanut butter. When I, I actually ate that before I came here because I was so huh. hungry. And then I usually get home. And actually, it's not bad now. I found, like, really low-calorie, like, burrito. Like, Ooh. burritos. So I can, like, make eggs and then, like, do, like, grilled chicken and, like, low-fat cheese. Enjoy those eggs while you can get them. Yeah. Your dad said the prices are going up. Luke, I'm going to tell, tell you this right now. 
Rice cakes and peanut butter will never be on the menu at the Pine Room. Oh, yeah. No. So, you like so sawdust. You're going to have to bring your own. I can't wait for Easter Sunday just so I can eat like some normal food. Eat like home. an animal. Yeah. I like how yeah. he says he can't wait till he can eat normal food as if that's something he you can't do on a normal basis. I get that you want to be healthy, but... You don't want to murder yourself. Uh, and he, here's the thing that I remember you telling me: you don't do Jif. You got some. No, he's got that peanut special butter. peanut butter. Yeah. it's not even Skippy. It's where's that? Where do you get that? He imports uh, it. The store or Amazon? <laughs> well, I know. Wow. And you notice that the Doyles are fucking broke just because we got to feed this kid <laughs> some Jeez. special peanut butter. Poor Jeff's got to take another job. He's not going to be able to make the pine room. I don't think this year. <laughs> Good lord. Hey, Job. So when we have a uh, ham on Sunday at Aunt Kim's house. Uh, you gonna partake or not? I, no, I'm a big ham guy. I'm, well, it's got to be warm. It's but you can't be warm. as long as you don't see his face. Well, yeah, as long as he's not blinking at you me. Say, you say, "Hey, Job, here's Edward. Yeah. Meet Edward, you're gonna eat him for dinner." Yeah, yeah, not from Charlotte's Web. Uh, one, one hey, more, what was his name? Uh, Boy, that's bad. No idea. One more fast food. Has anybody eaten the uh, not fast food, but food truck? The hibachi that's always parked in the uh, the the uh, ABC. The old, what is it? What was it? AC buffet. AC buffet. Yeah. Has anybody had that? I haven't had it, but I've I, heard. I had it. I live right by it, so. And? That's your average about Well, you're you you're very biased because you eat fusion. Well, probably. I eat the best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many times How many times do you think you eat fusion in a month? Well, lately I've been busy with baseball, but there was a period of time, I would say the last six, seven years, <laughs> saying I would probably go once or twice a week, and it was getting so bad that like, when we'd come in, they would, we wouldn't even have to say anything. They'd just sit us down. <laughs> And they would already know our orders. Perfect. A period of time is usually only like a month. <laughs> Six or seven years? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, an, that's like an eon. <laughs> I got a debatable topic. I think that Thanksgiving food should just be completely changed. It's too generic. I think it should be like pizza. Really? Wings. Well, fries. I, I, I agree with that. I, th- I, I can't stand Thanksgiving food. It's I'm horrible. a traditionalist. I, I'm a yeah. huge Thanksgiving fan. And huge I know, I know, Dad, I know you like to he, you like to slop everything together like a giant garbage disposal. I can't stand, <laughs> I can't stand putting my food together. There's just something about it. And then I can only eat turkey for about 10 minutes before it gets cold, and then I want nothing to do with it. That's why you do what Chris does and dump gallons of gravy yeah. on that bastard. <laughs> yeah. I could do without the turkey, but I'm traditionalist like you. I'm old school. I, I want my potatoes and noodles and Chris, you're whatever. a comfort food guy. Yes, yes. I, cracker I, Barrel. I haven't had that. In Wait, a while. didn't Soup talk about Cracker Barrel recently? Oh yeah, he, he wanted to tweet out uh, his little the little triangle, little uh, golf tee game. Oh yeah, yeah. He said and he it, said that oh. he had some nice service from a lovely girl named Sarah. Yeah, was it? They said every every Cracker Barrel has a waitress named Sarah. <laughs> I don't know where the hell he's getting that information, but. Yeah, that was knowledge from Soup's brain. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast, and we want to hear from you. Send us feedback, questions, or topics you'd like us to discuss to contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Look, we might not be the best podcast out there, but I know one thing for certain. There sure as hell isn't anyone better. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. We got, let's see, we got a little bit more time left here. I want to nail some quick things. Uh, we're, we were kind of, we've been kind of debating on some things that we want to talk about, and I think it would be kind of cool that we nail some, uh, you know, this week in history. And Matt uh, has gracefully typed up a few things here. Uh, we yes. got some major yes, events we got, here. We got some wonderful events. Uh, I'll just 
do a few highlights. What is today? The twelfth. That's when we're recording this. Correctly. Well, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just go off the bat here, and, and a lot of this stuff is kind of dark. There's a lot yeah, of well, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to follow in your footsteps after uh, <laughs> Mr. Woods a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. But, but what uh, do you what do you think isn't dark? How about how about on April fourteenth, eighteen twenty eight? The first Webster's Dictionary is published by Noah Webster. That's not too dark. That's is it? a lovely. That's a lovely yeah. topic. And think where we would be without the dictionary, <laughs> since we all use this well, regularly. The one, that, the one that stands out to me, April fourteenth through the fifteenth, nineteen twelve, the Titanic crashes and sinks off the coast of and, Newfoundland. And, <laughs> and and for anybody that's wondering, Chris was not alive, so he is not <laughs> responsible right. for that one. Now the Edmund Fitzgerald is up yeah. for debate because there's many people around this valley that think you may have had a hand. That's in the that. most overrated song ever. Oh, hey now, ooh, hey, ooh, hey, ooh, easy. Ooh, ooh. Better back off. Your brother-in-law sings that and to, to, no, to just roars of that, applause when that, he does song that. Sucks. Well, if you ever hear Jim Bursey playing around the around the city or, or around the state or wherever, because he plays a, in a lot of venues, if you ask him to play the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, you'll hear a little Easter egg that uh, our very own Chris he sunk it himself. Yeah. So uh, yeah, look out for that. That's usually when I take a bathroom break. <laughs> Yeah, I always notice. No offense to Jim, I just do not like that song. Yeah, I always notice you're gone during mm-hmm. that during that 11 minute song. President uh, Lincoln. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that. President he was Lincoln. mortally wounded on we, April 14th, 1865. Well, he's watching shot. Our American Cousin. Yeah, I bet not many people knew that play. I wonder if that even is performed anymore. They'll never. I, I bet they won't remember the actors who played in it. Luke, do they play that? Do they do that play at school? I've never even heard of it. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they don't play that at marquee cinemas. <laughs> Not yet. The Civil, the Civil War began in 1861. Yeah, Franklin D. Roosevelt died. I wonder if is every week this pack. There's a lot of stuff. Well, in you got to think. Look at the span it's covering here. I mean, there's stuff that that you could have went back even further. But I tried to get stuff in the last couple centuries. Hey, in 2011, so. the Game of Game of Thrones debuted. Yeah, that's that's a big one for for us. Uh, yeah. Cooley likes that show. Me and Job and uh, oh, we got a big. Uh, Birthday shout out Maisie Williams turns twenty five. Hey. Aria, she oh what's that? April fifteenth, she's turning twenty five. So shout out that? to her. Who is that? Aria. 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 Oh, yeah. Really? yeah, yeah. Aria Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Is she she's hot? awesome. Is she hot? She she's badass. Like, she looked like a. She kind of was like a little kid in the yeah, show. And then so she, I don't know. If, I don't. She kind of grew up. But I mean, yeah. I mean, she's all right. Like, I mean, she's twenty five now. Yeah. Arya Stark. Who, who, if you don't watch Williams Game of Thrones, Jeff, you oh, probably no, would no, never no. know because that's what she was in it when she was how old? Like eight or oh, nine. She, she started was, in yeah, it. Yeah, started young, and then yeah, I mean, she, she just grew into the character. Would you go out with her, Cools? No. <laughs> I would. Well, she probably, I would. She's probably, got a lot of money. I'll be happy to. Well, are we talking about the actors or the the, the, the character? character? No, I, I like her as Arya, as as Maisie. Yeah, and, but you you do something wrong, she can kill you. She yeah. stab well, you. Well, that's sleep. why you don't fuck up. You just <laughs> mind your manners. Don't, right. don't be a victim of stuff. circumstance. <laughs> be a victim of circumstance. So that was uh, this week in history. There's some other stuff there, but we're running out of time. So real quick, let's go around the table. I know not everybody has one. But uh, if we have any uh, major stuff here, if anyone wants to lead us off, uh, we're still calling it Hot Pit Cold Mug. We don't have a name change yet. We're still waiting for the name change. I I have a Hot Pit. I'll I'll start it out. This has to do with golf, and it's bothered me for a long, long time. I think that any fan that yells, get in the hole... When it when it when a shot is made should be immediately removed from the from the course. Yes, I, it's it's so annoying to me. As soon as I don't care who it is, and they could be two hundred yards away, 
and they they hit it. And some idiot who thinks this that he's uh, going to be noticed on TV yells, "Get in the hole!" Drives me insane. I think they should ban that saying from golf. And they should not let any fan that said they ought to tell people you cannot say this. Yes. Yell for your guy, do whatever, but you to yell, "Get in the hole! Get in the hole!" Like. I'm I like I did like he comes up with some new saying like that that hasn't been around for like no, forever. I agree, coach. Those guys should be probably executed. Well, I yeah. thought about that. Yeah, well, and how about when they yell it on a par five? Chris and I have talked yeah. about that. It's oh, never yeah. going in. Yeah, okay. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the six hundred and thirty-six yard too? par five. Absolutely, they're idiots. It's just like a look. Listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah. Let's see who I am. Yep. Get in the hole. And then like, some of those guys start yelling mashed potatoes and stuff. Oh now. yeah, what, yeah, what a yeah. Bunch of they, they, they should do away because it's going to get out of control, and then the golf is going to lose. Yeah, it. because Mark, then there'll be other guys who top that. They want to yeah, exactly. come up with something which they think's funny, or and you're right. Or calling it. Calling a golfer by his nickname or something that that that, that uh, you know that they think they came up with drives me insane because well, they're all funny guys. Right. But I'll yep. say I'll say one of the real quick one of the coolest things that I think in one of the things that you always talk about is whatever the course is where they can they can actually cheer on the hole. I think uh, with a, the guy, he hit a hole in one at the Waste Management, the Phoenix Open. Yeah, when they throw yeah. beer at that, I, that, that, was, that was incredible. Yeah, yeah that was. One of Who the was that? Sam things. Burns that made that. Yeah, 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 that was that was pretty. Did cool. you see that? Totally awesome. No, that was totally uh, awesome. I, I, the only thing I was pissed that I wasn't there because <laughs> yeah, that would have right. been incredible. Well, well you, that was one of your Pine Room road trips, right? Oh, geez, yeah. that would be unbelievable. So, aside from that, that very specific event, if you yell at a golf game, then you know the execution and incarceration. Mm-hmm. Not match. exactly in that Golf order. match, by the way. <laughs> not a game. Match or tournament. What'd I say? Golf game. Golf game? Golf game. Uh, how's your golf game? That's how that's yeah, used. How's, how's your game? golf game? Puck, puck. Yeah. Who else? Anybody? I got a cool mug I, I can do. So, okay, there's this really cool horse race that happened this past weekend. It's called the Grand National, and it's in uh, Aintree Race. It's at Aintree Racecourse. Aintree. Aintree Racecourse in Liverpool, England. And this horse that won, his name was Noble Yates. He was 50 to 1. So, anyway, the thing that makes this horse race significant versus other ones here in America or pretty much anywhere in the world, 40 horses running this thing. And the, the, the journey is over four and a half miles around this grass course. And they got to jump 30 fences while they're doing it. So, 40 horses started this thing. Only 15 of them finished with the jockey mounted. Now, sadly, we did lose two. There was two fatalities. Uh, the horses one, or the jockeys? No, no, the jockeys were all good. Oh, that was some injuries, some body injuries. But two horses <laughs> died. Uh, one had a brain injury, and the other one broke his leg, I think. So anyway, but shouts out to uh, Noble Yates, who won this just battle of wills, uh, beat a 40-horse field, and his jockey named uh, Sam Whaley Cohen. So uh, that, that's my cool mug. I thought that was incredible. I watched the race uh, Saturday morning. It was really, really did, cool. Did you have money on him? I did not have money on him. There was 40 horses. I bet like six of them, and I didn't even sniff the board. I think three of mine crashed. So it was <laughs> Two not, of them died. No, I don't think I had a dead horse, but, I, but Those probably. Those Chris bet on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Is that like a normal? Does that ra- How often? It's once it- a year. It's once a year, and they just they have this Aintree Racing Festival up there in Liverpool, and it goes on from like Thursday through Saturday, and it's the biggest race. There was over like, there's probably close to 200,000 people at this. But thing. Is, it, is, wow. it, is it, is it, do they repeat the, 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 the laps, or is it is it a full? Yes, yes, they repeat the laps. So, oh, so okay. there's like uh, okay. I think there's maybe I don't know if there's eight gate eight fences that they jump, and actually some of them have like moats, like like around the castle, so and like stuff. a steeplechase. Yes, exactly, exactly. What kind of purse for that? 
Uh, yeah, the purse was, I mean, it's, it's several hundred million dollars of, of actual on track betting. I mean, that, wow. that would be, and then, and then the winner is the prize is huge. And the guy that rode the horse actually is like friends with some of the Royal family and stuff. He actually, he's actually not even a professional jockey. He's a dentist. He owns his own dentist practice. Oh, so wow. yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, I thought that was a cool one. So that's my, uh, cool mug. Cool. And uh, just real quick to do horses. Is it normally death? Is that normally like a. Is yeah. that a normal thing? Well, no, but happened at the Derby. Yeah, it, it's it's becoming a little bit more frequent. Um, just the horses break down, and when they're doing jumps like that, and when they're landing, if they break their legs, you know, there's no way to Dumb. heal for them. So yeah. it's sad. Uh, it, it's really, it's definitely sad when that when those horses have that happen to them. But uh, overall, I mean, they do a really good job of trying to make racing safer. But a lot of people cut corners and they dope up the horses, and you know, Bob Baffert obviously in the news for that kind of stuff. And that Medina spirit, who ironically was doping, uh, ended up dying of a heart attack not that long ago. So, well, leave it to me to bring down the mood again. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I, uh, want to talk about the Hillsborough tragedy <laughs> <Yeah>. next, <laughs> Chris? Yeah, I know you got something loaded up. Well, I have a uh, a hot pit, and uh, it's it's more uh, about the way people use social media okay. and the messages they put out there. So, we we all know that uh, this past weekend, I think, it was Saturday that. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was tragically killed on you know, on the freeway down in Florida somewhere. And, you know, when anything like that happens, just everybody and their mother has to put something because they, they feel like everybody wants to know what they're saying. So if you guys saw this, that Gil Brandt put out that, that tweet about him. Yes. Now, Gil Brandt's a 90-year-old guy. He's an NFL Hall of Famer. Uh, he was a an executive with the Cowboys and he's been a scout forever. So he's been involved with like NFL for 60, 65 years. But anyway, shortly after the the news comes out that this boy had passed away, this is what he tweeted. And I don't know why he did this. I don't know if he uh, uh, has an ax to grind with Dwayne Haskins, but it, he says this, he was a guy living to be dead. It was always something with Haskins. Maybe if he stayed in school another year, he wouldn't do silly things like jogging on the highway. Horrible. Yeah, that's and, rough. And I just think, you know, say that to uh, wow. the guy's dad or say it to his brother or whoever. I like, and, you know, I, I, and I don't know if, if they, there's been any retractions or anything, but th- this guy's a dick. And I, I just maybe can't believe it, that. Maybe he has a, a it's terrible. issue. Maybe Gil's uh, struggling upstairs, you think? Oh, fuck him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I just that's just it's terrible. I mean, I you know that I don't get offended by too many things on online, but in social media, but that's that's just yeah. totally out of line. Is that so. is that ultimately what happened at Dwayne Haskins? Was he jogging? I've heard there's so many different stories. I don't out think there. they've ever come up. No, with what Jeff, happened. you're shaking your head. I, I don't think that was the case. I haven't heard that. At least I, I heard he broke down and he was yeah, outside I his heard car. That. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I heard that he was crossing the freeway. Right. Yeah, there's a bunch of different stuff flying around. I Nonetheless. Yeah, Chris, uh, terrible, that's bad. Terrible story. Absolutely yeah. horrible. That's a bad yeah. one. Yeah, that, that's, that's rough. Anybody got anything yeah. uh, Anything else? All I right. do. I have one more. I get, we, we got a hot pit here because everybody, I, it's not my job to judge how people grieve over a death, but everybody's seen here has seen Weekend at Bernie's, correct? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. All right, so I'm going to uh, introduce, and, th- and I'm not making light of the, the death side of this. There's something that's a little bit funnier on the back end. But I want to introduce you to Markel Morrow, a gentleman, I think, in the D.C. area. His rap name is Good New. Um, he is a gentleman, unfortunately, was shot and killed in D.C. Uh, the fucked up part is his family thought it was a really good idea 
to embalm his body. I think they actually got him stuffed. They took him to a DC nightclub by the name of Bliss. No way. They popped yeah. they they plopped him on the corner on the stage. Put a put put a um like some kind of king thing on top of his head. Put all kinds of jewelry on him, and they charged a forty dollar cover charge. To come in and see this dude on his last day. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, once again, I'm not here to judge how anybody grieves or whatever they feel is best for them and their family, but I just hope to God my family doesn't think that's a good idea. <laughs> so that's not in your will. So that is not in my will. So we see you out. <laughs> hey, we can put you in the pine room with us if any of us are still alive. But I think the other takeaway from this is, is can you imagine in somebody's, I guess, grieving time that you're in charge of 40 fucking bucks as a cover charge to rock through DC bliss. Wonder how much a selfie was with him. Unbelievable. But you say they they stuffed him? I swear to God. They embalmed his body and stuffed him and they stuck like him up on the pillow feathers. But it was like it was just and actually if you I, and I, obviously the audience can't see but they showed a picture and I'm thinking man this is like the most disgusting thing I've ever yeah, seen. Some dude bad. that's dead up on stage wow. and they were yeah. So My question is who would be willing to stuff him? I, well, everybody. Taxidermy. That, honestly, that's the thing. But I mean, I, I don't know if I have no idea, but I seen that and I'm like, you know what? I think that's a great hot pit because I, I give a shout out to the um, mm-hmm. Morrow family that thought that was a fucking great. <laughs> Very creative. <laughs> Very creative. Uh, Any way to ring in the money, I guess. But I mean, I don't know. Stuff me. I don't care. I'd be fun. I, I, I'm down for that. <laughs> we'll stuff you with cold meat. Yeah. Stuff me. You'll be, we'll put an apple in your mouth like that pig you don't like. Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody want to any, got anything hot? I got one, kind of. Okay. So wrap us a, up. As someone that's been in the education system now, I've been teaching a little bit. I think teachers are completely underpaid. I just kind of want to give a shout out to the educators out there, and I think they deserve a salary raise, man. I think it's ridiculous how low, and I think they put in so much work and are an underappreciated. Cools is a 35-year veteran of that field. <laughs> I totally agree with you, and I'm, I'm, I uh, feel for all you guys that are getting into that uh, profession now because it's changed quite a bit since I've been there, and you guys got your hands full dealing with the, the public and the, the way – Teenagers, I mean, we still got a lot of great kids out there. Don't get me wrong, but things have changed dramatically, yeah. and and it's and it's going to get worse, I believe, with the teaching field and the, and the shortage of teachers. So, cool. If you get into it, I uh, feel for you. Good luck. You'll be a great teacher, but yeah. boy, you're gonna you're gonna have your your hands full. So, but hey, job. Before we wrap it up, want to sh- send one more um, shout out, maybe a cool mug to uh, our producer Mason, as tomorrow is their fundraiser for a very worthy cause als we mentioned it last week tomorrow uh they're fighting through the weather they said they may end up being in the indoor facility at west liberty um the phi delta theta uh great fraternity on the campus of west liberty university uh they'll be playing uh for a great cause als tomorrow once again they're still looking for teams and or sponsors to raise money to um donate to to a worthy cause and uh, we want to wish Mason and all his fraternity brothers the best of luck. And I believe that's M-L-R-I-T-E-R at westliberty.edu if you want to make one last uh, donation to help out uh, a worthy cause, ALS. Uh, we had a very good friend of ours, all of us here, who uh, fought through that tough battle and lost his battle with ALS. So we, we can 
uh, relate to that. So, Mason, best of luck to you and your fraternity, Phi Delta Theta, in your quest to raise money for that uh, that battle. Awesome. And if you if you do any of that, I think I mentioned last week or the week prior, if you do any of that and, and you are specifically and you, you uh, came from our, you know, this this podcast, uh, let us let us know that you that that you've done that, and we'll give you a little shout out because it's really a good thing to do. And the, the you know it means it means a lot to us here if you you know donate and do all that kind of stuff. So yeah, again, shout out to Mason and his crew for 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 doing this, and uh, hopefully it it all turns out well. But that is it for this episode of the Pine Room, episode four. This is our last episode down here in uh, the studios here in iHeartRadio. Again, I want to give a, a big shout out to Craig Balmer. I want to give a shout out to Mason, our producer, as always, for being down here all the time. I want to give a shout out to uh, Corey Klug, who's been on top of the game. You know, you know, keeping in contact with all of us and and being awesome and and just being you know great to work with. It's been really fun to get down here and get you know get to know you guys and get to know our audience and you know start to develop this thing because uh, I, I can say that probably what two three months ago we were just sitting down talking about even getting this thing off the ground. So it's kind of crazy to see where this thing has gone. I know it might not seem like we're we know we're taking massive strides, but we we are, and there's some big things coming. We're really excited to show you a lot of stuff. And next week, hopefully, weather permitting, uh, we'll be up in the pine room, and you'll get to see the whole setup. Uh, it'll be it's going to be awesome. I want to give a, another shout out real quick to cousin Mike for for getting for bringing the the setup to the house today, getting all set up, drilling holes and stuff. Uh, it was it was it's really cool, and I can't thank him enough for just being awesome and and doing this for us. I could go on and on, and and you'll see him when we we reveal this thing. Uh, but he deserves all the kudos in the world. Uh, shout out to Soup for going up to going. To, up that to game the, just went final, Joe. Uh, two to one Cubs. Two final. to one Cubs. Two so one. Uh, sadly, Soup's coming home with a loss. But uh, he went up there and recorded some stuff. So you might see that on social media. You might see it on YouTube. You might see all kinds of stuff. He went up there and asked some people some questions, brought a camera up. Had a fun time with uh, his buddy Coop, my my good friend Coop. Thank you uh, to him for going up there and, and working, uh, doing some stuff for us. Uh, really good stuff. And only more of that to come. Uh, just look forward to us uh, doing some more stuff, getting you know more involved and more advanced with this kind of thing. We've had a really fun time. Uh, follow us on social media. We're at Pine Room Podcast on Twitter, at the Pine Room Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and you can get in contact with us for discussions, for questions, anything under the sun at contact at the Pine Room Podcast.com. That's it from us down here in iHeartRadio Studios. Thank you for joining us for episode episode four. And that's going to do it. Happy Easter. Happy, Happy Easter. Easter. Go, we'll go see you guys. Be, be careful driving down Main Street. Yeah, we'll see you. Thank you for joining us. It's been a blast. that time the coolers are empty the food's all gone and the games are over but that's all right there's always next week follow us on social media to keep up to date with future shows and send any questions comments or topics you'd like us to discuss to contact at the pine room podcast.com till then we'll see you here next time in the pine room <laughs> <laughs>